This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to the Fantasy Throwdown Podcast. Bringing you the latest from the world of sports, DFS, and gambling. With over five years of hot takes and millions of downloads later... I guess he's been doing something right. Now, sit back and listen to one of the sharpest minds in the game. Here's your host, Dwayne Callender. Okay, folks, we've got Thursday Night Football. It is the Commanders playing the Bears. Man, this is a crappy game <laughs> that we've got on our hands here. But we're going to find uh, a bit of a diamond in the rough, I guess. Uh, frankly, it's not even, <laughs> it's not even finding a diamond or rough. I mean, we're soldier field. Like we have the worst field in football, the worst maintained field in football. It's going to be likely a cold night in Chicago, the way the weather is shaping up. Uh, you've got Carson Wentz under fire from his own head coach, Ron Rivera, because Ron Rivera was, uh, asked by, uh, a skeptical Washington media, why the NFC East is performing well while the uh, uh, while the Commanders are one and four. Everyone else is either undefeated or four and one. Listen, it's it's fluky kind of how the season's been going for the NFC East, but these uh, like the Commanders were not going to be a good team this year, so. What does Ron Rivera say? He talks about the quarterback position. He talks about, he says quarterback. And so everyone immediately says, well, uh, Carson Wentz is failing. (laughs) Which is true. He is failing. But it's one of the areas where, you know, you kind of look at it from the standpoint of trying to ensure that... uh, this team doesn't go off completely off the rails. They need to win tonight in Chicago. So how do they go about it? One train of thought is they have Carson Wentz air it out. You could have Carson Wentz air it out, but the other piece of this is that the Bears have one of the worst rushing defenses in the league. So do you want to risk Carson Wentz airing it out? Or do you want to take a safer route in, in terms of uh, managing the game? I'm going to lean towards... Washington managing the game, but there's another problem with that. The uh, running back that you thought was going to be the guy, Antonio Gibson, got beat out in the training camp by Brian Robinson. What happened to Brian Robinson? Brian Robinson was shot uh, in a robbery attempt at uh, near the end of uh, a training camp uh, as we were heading into the third preseason game. Uh, not life-threatening injuries, but he was out of action for over a month. He just returned last week, and he outsnapped uh, Antonio Gibson in terms of uh, rushing attempts. He had nine attempts uh, compared to Antonio Gibson getting three. And Antonio uh, Gibson was featured a little bit more in the passing game 
at the expense of J.D. McKissick. So you got three running backs in Washington, a terrible rush defense. I don't know what you is like make sense of it, but I would say in terms of lineup construction, uh, if you're building three lineups, I would prioritize kicking one running back out. I'm kicking out Antonio Robinson. I mean, Antonio Gibson, because I just don't think he's going to get the rushing attempts that Robinson's going to get because it looks like they think Robinson's good to go. They gave him um, uh, more snaps last week. I think it continues. Uh, this is a worse rush defense, obviously, than Tennessee. They're just going to keep giving it uh, the rock to Robinson and have him run the ball uh, on first and second down. And third down, it's going to be a toss-up between if it's going to be Gibson playing or if it's going to be McKissick playing. So I would prioritize having Robinson in the, in your uh, lineups for regular fantasy. The other piece of it is, is are any of these running backs good for regular fantasy? And my answer is no, absolutely not. But if you're desperate and we're in, uh, uh, we're, we're in week six of the NFL season you're behind in your league. You might as well pick up Brian Robinson if he's still available on waivers in your league if you're down starting running backs. On the Bears side, you know it's going to be David Montgomery running the ball, but is David Montgomery going to be running it effectively against Washington? Uh, <laughs> that's a good question. I still don't know if this Washington defense is actually good or not. So we are in a weird situation where you got the worst turf in football. It's hard to move fast. You got two teams that would like to run the ball. Don't know if they are going to be able to run it successfully. You got a 38 total. Yes, some of these QBs can try to chuck it, but I expect sacks in this game. I expect turnovers in this game. I do like the defenses. I do think you can play both kickers between Joey Sly and Cairo Santos. I like the defenses. I think you can play the Washington running backs, but you got to pick one. I don't think you can play necessarily uh, all of them in, in your lineups unless you're doing 150. And this is not a 150 slate unless you got the bankroll for it. Uh, too many bad players that it's like, uh, for the folks that got the bankroll to do the full 150 and, and spend the when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply four grand on uh lineups for this slate god bless but man it is tough sledding in terms of picking a winner out of this but i would take brian robinson i would take the commander's defense you can play the bears defense as well but i do think that they try to keep it simple for carson wentz short dump off passes that even he can't screw up and i say this with the loosest terms even he can't screw up, he can still find a way to screw it up because we've seen it happen before. It's not out of the realm of possibility that the winner of this ends up playing both defenses. I will say that. There is a real chance you could get a winner playing both defenses. Uh, you can even get a defense winner in the Catholic because 
both of these teams, there's a potential that they could turn the ball over and it ends up being a scoop and score or a pick six. It is not the craziest thing in the world. So the 38 total, even that scares me because I would say, yeah, take the under. But knowing these teams and their propensity for bad turnovers, a defensive touchdown swings this game dramatically where you're going to exceed the 38 total. I just don't want much in the way of betting on this. I'll play some game theory in terms of the DFS lineups tonight, but that's about it. I'm not going too crazy over who's going to score how many points because uh, I would take Curtis Samuel over Terry McLaurin just in terms of target attempts. You can play Darnell Mooney, but he is far from safe in this matchup tonight. I I think Washington's going to just do what they can to take him out of the equation and I haven't seen enough from Cole Komet to even be remotely confident that he's going to be rostering on the DFS lineup tonight. I think Komet's price tag at 5400 is one of the worst on the slate. I just don't, I don't see enough production out of most of these players to make it worthwhile. Also, further complicating things, uh, you've got an injury to Logan Thomas so with his hamstring. So that you've got two backup tight ends on Washington between John Bates and um, uh, uh, oh god, what was this dude's name? It was uh, it was John Bates and Cole Turner. Yeah, it's such a generic name. <laughs> it's like uh, John Bates and Cole Turner. That's why I was thinking Cole Komet, but I'm like, eh, it's like no, I was saying Cole. No, it's Cole Turner. Um, both on the Commanders. Man, it's like it's like flipping a coin. I like I, I could say like yeah, you could play Turner over Bates because Turner got more pass uh, pass targets last game. But who knows? Who knows what these teams are going to do? This is going to be a crappy game. Somehow we follow up the the, the Broncos debacle last week uh, against the Colts with this game. This is going to be rough, but for those of you watching, God bless, because I probably am going to take the night off from watching football for once, because this is, uh, this is a, this feels like a DVR only game, but I will probably end up watching the entirety of it anyway, but man, this is rough. We got baseball playoffs we could be watching instead. Uh, the Yankees, uh, uh, playing the Indians, uh, I mean the Guardians, we, we got other stuff that we could be watching besides Thursday Night Football. But I'll probably be watching this game anyway. Uh, but, uh, yeah, in terms of uh, baseball, we shall see how a couple of these games go today. But uh, I I would say last night, not a surprise. Uh, you got Clayton Kershaw struggling in the postseason again. Shocker. Any of you who have listened to the... Uh, <laughs> the podcast over the years knows that anytime I get a chance to go uh, have a team stack against uh, <laughs> Clayton Kershaw, that's always the best uh, position to be in. Uh, I, I just think he's he's always the least clutch pitcher imaginable. So I, I was not surprised that the Padres won last night. And uh, tonight we've got... Uh, Seattle trying to recover from the disaster that was game one imploding against the Astros. I don't think they do. I think the Astros go up 2-0. Uh, 
I do think that the Yankees have a good chance of winning game two tonight with Nestor Cortez on the mound. Even though it's Shane Bieber, I think Cortez can do enough to match up with Bieber that uh, the Yankees have a good shot at winning this one. If they don't, this is when the series gets dicey because I think if Cleveland can somehow win game two, get it to Cleveland, and that back like as that Yankees bullpen gets further stretched out, I think that's when this series gets very dicey for the Yankees in terms of their winning percentage. So uh, we shall see how the rest of these games go, but I'm going to get on out of here. Best of luck to everyone tonight in terms of uh, the DFS <laughs> lineup for uh, uh, Bears, Commanders, because I'm going to say it, play the defenses, you can play kickers, but you're I think you're going to end up having to pick one of these Washington running backs to make it all work because somebody's going to get the work. I think it's going to be Brian Robinson uh, that ultimately pays off here. But I, I think that's the only way to get different enough to actually win this slate. So that's all I got today. Good luck, folks. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Throwdown Podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all major outlets.